Welcome to the Marketing Agility Podcast, where we discuss all things related to the growing field of agile marketing. This podcast is co-produced by Frank Days and the Agile Marketing Alliance so that we can learn, share, and grow together. I'm Melissa Reeve, and Frank Days and I will be your host for today's episode. Today, we're speaking with Yvonne Delaney, Safe SPCT and Enterprise Agile Coach. Yvonne has a deep background in Agile, and she'll be sharing an Agile marketing story from a large regional bank. Welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. So, Yvonne, can you share a little bit more about yourself and how you got started with Agile? Sure. I started my career as a software engineer back when software engineering was a very lonely job because collaborating and pairing with colleagues was not the thing to do. Uh, that was really frowned upon. And so after a few years, I transferred to the software process group and I love the collaboration and the camaraderie that I was working with, with folks in that group. And in the early 2000s, while I was working in the software process group, I attended a couple of agile conferences and I really had one of those agile had me up hello moments because it made so much sense to me to work in these smaller iterations to produce product and, and get it to customers. Uh, at that time, I was always wondering what I wanted to do when I grow up, and I had the answer. I wanted to be an agile coach so I could help educate and coach companies to this newer way, uh, more collaborative way of working to deliver products that customers love. So I always love talking with people who have experienced marketing, started off as software. You know, it's such a great perspective because you know both worlds and how they're the same and how they're different. You know, today we're sharing the story of an agile initiative, an agile marketing initiative at a large bank. How did it get started? Well, the bank was really wanting to sunset its legacy.com website. Uh, this bank had been in business, you know, many decades, and they had transitioned from, you know, brick and mortar, servicing their customers there to a .com website. And they now were developing this new digital banking platform on the cloud. And they created a, a digital channel group. And they were really sort of the rebels of the organization. They were the pioneers. And their goal was to produce more products on the digital platform so they could take advantage of this newer technology with more frequently releases of this banking functionality to the digital banking platform. And to accomplish this goal, they had to produce and release uh, high quality features more efficiently with the ability to release them on demand, along with pairing with the product marketing group uh, so they weren't holding this functionality uh, in their, you know, traditional quarterly release cycle window. So you mentioned product marketing. Is that how mm -hmm. the marketing group started to get involved? And can you talk a little bit about how it bridged from that product side into the marketing side? Sure. The product marketing group, they also wanted to get their sales and promotion campaigns out on this new digital platform uh, in less time. They were running about eight to 12 weeks and they wanted to really reduce that much less than eight weeks. In addition to that, they were working with Marketo to gain efficiencies through automation, to get product out sooner for all of the sales and promotion campaigns. And the marketing group also had two other things they needed to do. They needed to be able to work very closely with the product group 
so that when their sales and promotion campaigns went out on the digital platform, that the corresponding product functionality was there uh, that they were promoting. And they had to do it across all of the platforms that their customers use, such as iPhones, iPads, laptops, uh, Android. It sounded like the product development and the product marketing teams had to work pretty closely together. Can you share a little bit about some of the strategies and approaches you use to bring these cross-functional teams together? Yeah, you're right. They they were definitely working in silos and they needed to work more collaboratively together, right? So they were in their silos of product marketing and product development and testing and release management. So we needed to get them out of their functional silos so they could become a cross-collaborative product group so that they could deliver, you know, more frequently and deliver products that customers love uh, and was going to give them, you know, that competitive edge against their competition. So they established a digital channel group and the group really had a tenacity towards Kanban and lean techniques. And so I did a lot of training with them because that's where the energy was at the time. And by using this Kanban system, uh, they initially thought that this was going to be a system that was going to give them more immediate efficiencies. And what they learned is they had to iteratively get better over time. So they realized they did not have a shared understanding of what this uh, functionality that they were going to be delivering was amongst all the different groups. So I paired with key stakeholders, we launched agile release trains so that we could have that transparency, that steel thread alignment amongst the leaders of the organization and those doing the work. And the product marketing group was was definitely watching all of this happen and they became very intrigued with these Kanban and lean approaches. So the product development group, you know, they knew they had too much whip. Uh, they were having challenges meeting their PI objectives. The marketing team felt like they were sort of outside looking in. How can they become part of this inner circle of this agile release train we formed? And so, you know, they really had to get rid of this old thinking about more work in process doesn't mean more work is getting done. I mean, they actually got slower before they became yeah. faster, right? So... Yeah, that that was uh, really huge for them. They had that aha moment in product development of stop starting work and start finishing work. And so over time, they became more efficient. So you mentioned a little bit on that these groups had to refine and grow their processes over time, that you were on the J curve where you take a little bit of a dip before you start to accelerate. Uh, can you share a little bit about how that looked? Yeah, they experimented with different kinds of Kanban boards. You know, they had a upstream Kanban board to analyze and, and look to gain that shared understanding about what functionality they were going to be putting out onto their digital platform. They had a product development Kanban board for the different types of development and testing and then a downstream board for release management. Again, it was an iterative approach on, okay, this is the next step and how to get there. This greatly helped them shift from quarterly releases to monthly releases to being able to deliver, you know, on demand early and often. My ultimate nirvana for them was to take Agile up and out into the business. And I knew they had to work even more collaboratively with the product marketing group. So the, 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 the marketing group was very keen on learning agility. And I actually shared with them one of the things that I saw because they wanted to try and understand it more in their terms. So I shared with them the 
Agile Marketing Manifesto. And I really pointed out one of those key manifesto concepts of adaptive and iterative campaigns over these big bang campaigns. So this was a key driver and an aha moment for them on how we can work more collaboratively within marketing so they could get out of their silos, right? So they had silos between content uh, group, uh, the UI uh, the content group, the UI group for the graphics, um, the analytics, the marketing analytics group, and, and being able to collaborate also with that Marketo third-party group. So once the product marketing group started using these techniques, you know, they experienced too much whip at first. We got their utilization down to 80% so they could have some wiggle room if things were taking a bit longer. So they were now sort of on that high energy, like the product development group was. And that's when that marketing group came on to the agile release train. And that's when product marketing really started seeing that reduction of their cycle time go from, you know, 12 weeks to eight weeks, you know, iteratively over time down to two to four weeks. And that was happening over a six to month, 12 month period. For our listeners who are not familiar with agile release trains and PI objectives, Yvonne, can you do a quick definition of both of those terms for us? Sure. So when you have agile teams, we, we like to have agile teams that are right-sized. So, you know, five to nine people with a scrum master product owner. And when you have work on the product that requires more than one right-sized agile team, you form multiple agile teams that come together as an agile release train so that they can collaborate together to produce the product. So that would be a definition of an agile release train. What we were trying to do and what we accomplished at the bank is for this agile release train was originally product development focused. And what we needed to do, because we realized that the work was much more than product development, it needed to include the marketing work and the work of compliance, legal, compliance, legal and security to get the work out that they became part of the Agile release train group as well. So this was a product delivery group that included all these groups so they could collaborate well together and that they could produce objectives that they were going to accomplish every product increment cycle, which was once a quarter. Great. And for those of you who are new, this is all constructs of the Scaled Agile framework, also known as SAFE. And in a SAFE 6.0, uh, this, the PI is now called a planning increment. So we all plan together as an agile release train. Thanks for that, Yvonne. Yeah. Great. So I love hearing stories about how marketing is embedding itself into existing agile release trains to improve flow and communications. Can you share how that worked in this instance? Yeah. So Kanban is a great way to experiment with different kind of Kanban boards when you're trying to focus on certain areas. You know, and we did that. I did that originally with that product development team. And so marketing had their Kanban board. Now it was try time to take that systems view. And I created an end-to-end -end Kanban board for them to make all of the work visible, you know, in marketing, product development and testing, because we wanted to understand, you know, what did the work look like and what did the work go through from marketing inception through feature functionality to get that out on their digital platform so that the marketing group 
could really understand how to drive lead generation on their digital platform with this product functionality and get that uh, digital functionality marketed to a certain demographic. So there was a huge amount of success getting that marketing team, you know, onto the agile release train and being able to go through planning and product development, you know, in PI planning along with the product development group. So now there was a marketing campaign being developed collaboratively with product development so that when this was promoted on the digital platform, you know, it, it was all encompassing, right? So you had sales and promotions and that product functionality delivered in concert together. The next challenge they realized on this end-to-end -end Kanban board is that the next bottleneck was with compliance, security, and legal. Right. You know, so in that release management process we talked about in that downstream Kanban board, it was taking days and most of the time weeks in these areas for all of the marketing artifacts and features to be reviewed and checked and any defects worked and then approved by these groups so they could release it out to the digital platform. And the, you know, product marketing team and the product development team had become a lot better with being able to interpret these metrics that were coming off their Kanban board. And they were hugely beneficial for them to tell a positive story and go to these groups for compliance, security, and legal, and really ask for more collaboration with them. So back to that idea of being able to take agility up and out into the business, right? We were, we were increasing that footprint of business agility. So now these groups for compliance, security, and legal, they became what we called a part of shared services for the agile release train. And now they were part of preparing for and coming to PI planning. So that PI plan that they were producing for this agile release train would include PI objectives to get all of the work done end-to-end -end collaboratively. So this was iteratively the next gain in efficiency because they were now able to get another reduction in the amount of time to get all of the work done to get product released to their digital platform. Yvonne, what kind of outcomes did you experience as a result of all these efforts? Yeah, so over about you know a year and a half to two years, going through these various iterations of improvement, and I love the way that Melissa you brought the J curve in because a lot of times things do take longer at first before they get better. We have to take one step back to take two steps forward, but iteratively over time they did realize a sixty-five percent increase uh, over a year and a half to two in being able to deploy high quality products out on their digital banking platform, you know, earlier and often they were able to, you know, release on demand. They didn't have to hold those features every quarter. They could release them. It became a business decision on when they would release their functionality out there along with these marketing sales and promotion campaigns. And they also were able to realize a 30% gain in response to these digital platform website sales and promotions. So really being intentional about creating an agile marketing team greatly helped them manage their changing priorities more effectively with the product development teams and also compliance security. 
and legal. And over time, the product marketing was able to accelerate their campaigns. So, you know, they wanted to stay ahead of the competition of other banks that were, you know, becoming, putting, putting uh, products out there on their digital platforms as well. So they really want to stay ahead of the competition, maintain their customer base and, you know, look for new customers as well to increase their customer base. So when they became more productive by forming this agile release train, so they collaborate together on these quarterly objectives. And as a result, another thing that they gained is the voice of the customer was more well represented because the marketing team was right there, you know, on the team and they were able to spawn these great feedback loops by researching and communicating these innovative product ideas that were coming back from the customer voice and they, you know, being able to get that over to product development and working together with them. So ultimately the bank was able to deliver more functionality that customers wanted in a timely manner, plus new functionality that delighted their existing and new customers as well. Those are really impressive results. And I know any marketing team would be thrilled to have a 30% gain in response to their website sales and promotions. So, you know, one of the things that we hear is, is that, you know, these practices get started, but then they tend to get abandoned. So what do you mm -hmm. feel like you did uh, in this example to make sure that those practices were embedded? So what I did with them is I really, you know, when I, when I, as an agile coach, right, I, I take the coaching stance that I teach clients how to quote unquote fish so they can nourish themselves, fish for themselves and nourish themselves. Plus I'm only one person, right? I mean, there's a lot more of them. So, you know, if we, if we, if I think about John Cotter's work on leading change in, in organizations, you know, he outlines the eight steps to achieve successful change in organizations and you, you can't skip any of these steps. So the last two steps um, in John Cotter's approach are about sustaining and institutionalizing this change. And I was very intentional about making change stick by working with them on creating an agile center of excellence for their change agents, uh, because I did a coach the coach program with them. I paired with them on all the training and coaching I did with others at the bank. I worked with leaders in the organization to create their own success stories as we're going on this agility journey over that 18 to 24 month period, because I wanted the bank to institutionalize this in other areas of the bank. So they could tell their own story. So we created these success vignettes that they could tell their story to help expand the agile ways of working to other parts of the bank. Great. Thanks, Yvonne. I really appreciate your coming on the show today, sharing this story with us. I, I love the metrics, love the results, love how something started in technology and marketing integrated itself into it and then created that pull that we're all looking to see, which is they see something working and they say, I want to do that. So yep. really appreciate your coming on the show and sharing, sharing that with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here and thanks so much. Yvonne, thanks again for joining us today. And to all our listeners out there, if you would like to tune into old episodes of the Marketing Agility Podcast, you can find them at agilemarketingblog.com as well as on iTunes. If you are looking to learn more about Agile Marketing, there are some excellent resources on the Agile Marketing Alliance website. And thanks again, everyone, for joining us today. And please stay agile.